from ComedyFilmNerds.com with Graham Elwood, the floating force of Pandora. Ever heard of it? And Chris Mancini. What clan are you from? This is the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast. It's not that great. This is not the ninja movie I signed up for. Doesn't have easy package. Why can't this happen? Welcome to the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast, episode 23. 23. We've made it. 23 episodes in the world headquarters, uh, located deep in the San Fernando Valley. Yes, yes. Under the earth with the gnomes. (laughs) Yeah. Chris and I both might sound a little tired because we were just in Albuquerque uh, for five days of that festival, which was great. A lot of fun, a lot of, uh, um, a lot of days and nights. Yeah, yeah it just... was fun. It was at the Hard Rock Casino there in Albuquerque. Um, well, we were there. I don't know where the festival was. Well, yeah, yeah, we just went to Albuquerque to gamble on an Indian <laughs> reservation. Why wouldn't you go there? Um, so, yeah, that was, that was uh, tremendous. Great um, fest, and fest only in its second year, and you can see the potential. It's going to be huge. It's going to be one of the top festivals. I think so. Like the, the, the size, I mean, I was there for the first one last year. They had Dennis Hopper. Last year, and then because Dennis, you know, died, they did a retrospective about him this year, and the Lifetime Achievement Award, they renamed the Dennis Hopper Award, and it was, it was really cool. So were some really good movies, which we're going to talk about, The Dry Land, which I liked, um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was good times. We had a live podcast that we recorded there, interviews with American Ferrara and a couple other folks. Yep, the writer of Iron Man, and um, uh, uh, one of the actors from Deadwood. It was, yeah. it was a good, and that'll be a good go, episode. That'll go up in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw a character actor flip out at the uh, award oh, show. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> what that was, was that actor's name? He played the three-episode arc in, uh, in Friday Night Lights, and first of all, let's introduce our guest, yeah. I'm sure he's going to have something to say about this. <laughs> Our only I guest. I want to know who freaked out in Albuquerque. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you've seen him in numerous movies. Uh, most recently, The Other Guys, a uh, very funny man. He and I did Doug, Lo- Doug Loves Movies up in uh, Parlor Live in Bellevue, Washington. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, to the World Headquarters. Well, I was also going to say, and Human Giant. And Human Giant. Yeah, sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Hubel. Give it hello, up. Hello, hello. Yeah, when you and I did that show in Seattle, you made me take a one-inch death punch. <laughs> This oh, guy, I heard about that. Yeah, this yeah. guy, this this other comedian, uh, Big uh, Irish Jay, Jay, Big Irish Jay, does this. He's like a black belt in karate, and he's like three feet taller than a normal human being. Yeah, and uh, weighs like well for the torque. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we're doing Doug Loves movies, and then there's a point where Graham was beating me, and um, I knew that this guy could do a one inch death punch, and I said, "Well, if I can get a point, like you can do this one inch punch on me," and he punched me in the gut from one inch away but shattered my spleen my lungs <laughs> my rib cage my... he pissed blood for the rest of the podcast but it made for entertaining movie talk it was great <laughs> so anyway we got to tell this story real quick oh yeah yeah right. we were at the uh, award ceremony the award Every- ceremony everything's going right and, and you know we started off with a nice actors panel we introduced a right. bunch of actors and i introduced the actors panel of course by saying you know as you know uh, acting is the backbone of any film right after writing and directing. <laughs> Which some people, some people were like, whoa. Not cool, man. Hey, man, easy. I'm a thespian. Yeah. Uh, but it was a really interesting it panel. A great panel. It had great uh, uh, Basil Hoffman, who, yes. if you saw his face, he's been in a million movies. Like, yeah. uh, been around you know, 30 years. He's been around business. 34 years. He no. was in uh, Close Encounters Co- of the Third Kind. Oh. Yes, he yeah. was in um, Electric Horseman. He was in um, uh, you know. Let's bring all up the his President's his Men. Old dogs. Old dogs. Old dogs. Wait a, a second. Who was he in Old Dogs? Was he Robin Williams? He was Zeke. Yes, he, he played he Robin Williams. Robin Williams, Williams, Williams yeah. character. <laughs> um, he's been in a million, a million. Uh, so who, wait, he freaked out on you? No, 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 no. he was. Uh, that he was, was cool. in the actors' panel. Okay, so the actor that freaked out wasn't in the actors' panel. We're in this big ballroom in this convention hall at the Hard Rock Casino, which, as we said, in Albuquerque. It's a beautiful, it's where a lot of the festival was. There's several hundred people at big round tables, right? Um, the best kind of tables. Best kind yes. of tables. Those are great. So, we, and in the program, which Chris and I, they asked us to MC the awards thing. So, the actors' panel ends, and then we say, and now these two musicians are going to come up and play for you guys while dinner is starting to be served. And so there was going to be about 45 minutes of music while dinner is served and people eat so that the award ceremony starts after people have kind of finished eating. 
Including dessert. Including dessert. Mm, so, dessert. so there's this uh, Waylon Payne who was played Jerry Lee Lewis in uh, Walk the Line, who's hilarious, and he's yeah. a really he won a Grammy for that song. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. And this woman, Julie Christensen, who's a beautiful singer songwriter, she's married to John. God, I forget his last name. Who Chewbacca? Was, he's married to Chewbacca, <laughs> and they uh, wrote Waylon Jennings. Yeah, no, wasn't she the backup singer for Waylon Jennings? Really? I think I thought. Oh wow. Well, look up Julie Christensen. Wow, anyway, this podcast yeah. gets deep. In yeah. Wow, it's, anyway, anyway, <laughs> if you don't have an internet connection, yeah. Anyway, she's playing while people are they're serving food, and so there's light table chatter and talking, yeah. and it's just sort of theater music, as it was said. And then this guy, not on IMDb though, just who do. plays um uh who's the he, he, he was in Friday Night Lights, he was in Stripes. I, I can't this, believe you recognized him. That's I recognize it. Hilarious. Bill Murray. No. <laughs> He was in Stripes and Friday Night Lights? Yes. He played the crazy artist, John something. John Deal. Okay. Character oh, yeah, actor yeah, John yeah, Deal yeah. goes, hey, shut up. Yeah. Stop talking. Yeah. No. Listen up. Listen up. And Listen I thought we up. thought he was kidding. And we thought he was kidding. And we're all like, and we're at the table next to him. And we're like, okay. So anyway, we're, Chris and I are talking because we got to like go over the program. We're going to do this and this and introduce yeah. that. And then, you know, she's playing her music and people at clap after each song. But there's talk. It's dinner music. Yeah. And then after like her third song, there's stop. He stands up and goes, Hey, you guys, you know, everybody listened to the actors and showed them respect. You guys got to do the same thing. We're all artists here. Wow. And goes into like a minute or two crazy rant. Crazy rant. rant. Yeah. And I was, Oh, well, they must be dating. Yeah. That's they're married. Yeah. Oh, they're married. The they're oh, married. okay. And, um, and everyone is like, all of a sudden, this nice, oh, what a great festival. It's such a love fest. gets really tense. Oh, and no. quiet. And it, like, quiet. And people are just quiet. like, Jesus. Yeah, because they don't want to get beat up by the yeah. yeah, Yeah, by crazy John Deal. By Johnny Deal, who's going to go all stripes on him. Yeah. <laughs> Man, does he live here in L.A.? Will he come and find us and beat us up? I hope so. Because um, then we went on stage, and then uh, we had to introduce... We said, hey, keep it going. They finally finished. They played for like 45 minutes. I go, keep it going for Waylon and Julie. Seriously, guys, give them a round of applause. We don't want the guy from Friday Night Lights to yell at you again, <laughs> which got a big laugh. And then, and then we, and then we um, which got a big laugh because I was mad. I was like. Oh, you should have seen his face. He was beat red. I'm thinking, oh, man, Graham's going to melt down. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, I'm like, no, just keep it. Keep it. Cause cause it's like, a, it's a no film festival. to be threatened at dinner. It's, uh, I don't want to be threatened at dinner, not to mention you just made our job in infinitely yeah. harder. And yeah, what we were yeah. saying, too, it's like, what, does that guy go to the mall and see yeah. the piano player? and goes, hey, you at the Gap. Shut up. Shut yeah. up. Everybody stop talking yeah. at the mall. When the guy's playing a piano at dinner, like... <laughs> Hey, give this guy your respect. I know you're yeah. at a nice restaurant, and this is just for the ambiance. But man, like, <laughs> and I made fun of him one more time when we introduced the head of the festival, Rich Heinrich, who's really cool, and he, we, we, you know, he put all this together. He's done. He did it with you know two nickels, and then I and and so, and I go, everybody, come on, Rich Heinrich, and some people stood up, and I go, come on, everybody, standing ovation. <laughs> you don't want the guy from Stripes to get mad again. <laughs> And then I looked at him, and he kind of, and I, I gave him, I gave him the like, boom, the finger gun, like yeah. finger gun, and he nodded, like, okay, maybe okay, I, I'm an alcoholic, I'm an, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna call my sponsor, and we're gonna work this thing yeah, out. Sorry about that. And then everybody. the best part, the next day, we're on the shuttle, <laughs> we're on with the shuttle with him oh, to the airport. Man, of the air course, you are. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, and I was sitting there like, God, I hope he brings us up because yeah. I'd love to sit him down and go, here's where you're wrong. Yeah, you know, like if it was a concert hall, you would be right if people right. were talking. But at that point, you just got to be like, hey, man, that was really funny. Thanks so much for helping out the show yeah. last yeah. night. You really made our jobs great. <laughs> you were we just great stood there. And we just looked at. I was like, I was like, w- if that happened to the band, like we saw Queensrÿche during the festival. If that happened during Queensrÿche, he would have been right. Wait, yeah. hold yeah. on. <laughs> Stop the podcast. Queensryche was at this festival. What? Yep, that's it what I'm was saying. Awesome. Did they play Silent Lucidity? Yes, <laughs> and they were taking requests. Well, they, well I, did well, everyone go Silent Lucidity? Lucidity. No, well, I yelled Freebird, but they didn't play it. <laughs> Way to go! That's the craziest band. Wait, were they part of the festival, or they were just in no, Albuquerque? That's they, that's why this festival is so amazing that it's in their second year. And they're, and they're already, already getting Queensryche. You're getting Queensryche to play, because and that was the hard third rock, choice. It was the, yeah, the hard rock. 
came to the festival and said, we want to be involved. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's smart. Yeah, I mean, also, like, in Albuquerque, they're shooting a million movies yeah, in New Mexico, right. so they're just getting ahead of the And thing. it was after Alice Cooper and Motorhead couldn't do it. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's good that Hard Rock is on board and helping yep. you guys. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. So, um, all right, let's, let's, any more shout outs? So, uh, thanks to everybody no, that came out to the festival and everything. And thanks for all the staff and just, it, and it made it really Yeah, fun. everyone at the great, festival was amazing. Great it was, time. It was great. All right, let's go to the, um, the movies. Oh, Takers. I just saw Takers last night. Yes. Um, and, uh, you take, know, and Takers opened this weekend. Yes, it okay. opened this weekend. And how did it do? Boy, that's a good question. I um, think it. I think oh, it, it did the best out of all I the films. I think it did. I think they mm-hmm. thought that the exorcism thing did the nope, best. Takers beat it. It was neck and neck, but I think Takers mm-hmm. made a little bit what more. What were money. the actual numbers? It was like 21. It was like 20.5. 20. 20. 20. 20. Oh, so we're all oh, neck and neck. They both Check did the that. same. Um, yeah. Takers, you know, for anyone out there who is is studying hard to be an actor or now, a filmmaker. Wait, on this podcast, sorry to interrupt, Graham. Do we give away spoilers? And, like, are you going to ruin this movie for me? No, no I'm not going to no, ruin this movie. We, we okay. try not to do spoilers unless it's absolutely necessary. Unless like if, when okay. Mick G makes a movie. Like, then we just yeah. destroy it. Yeah. Yes, or Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. But this, Which this you've been in some Michael Bay movies, so I'm, <laughs> I don't want to... I will only be in Michael Bay movies. <laughs> From now on. That's my, that's my deal. Here's what's, here's what's up with Takers. Uh, if you're... Just become a rap star and produce your own movie. That's what Chris Brown and T.I. did. T.I., Texas Instruments? Yes, Texas Instruments. Uh, they make Wait, a great... Is Chris Brown in the movie? Yeah. Does he really think it's appropriate for him to be starring in movies right now after he beat up... Um, what's her name? Rihanna. Rihanna. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> like, are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to go out and, and beat people up on TV and then just lay low for a year and then go, I'm back and well, check Well, sure, out if you're an executive producer. Yeah. Yes, I mean, Mel Gibson so, yeah. did it a couple yeah, of times. That's I mean, true. <laughs> Okay, I'm back on board. You gotta, you, yeah. <laughs> you got to just be above the line. That's right. Um, you got to be above the law. Yeah. Um, this movie, the opening crime was like, wow, this is cool. And then... Hayden Christensen. When you paid for it? Yeah. Was that the opening crime? Yeah, well, that was the opening crime. <laughs> the, the, the 1175 that they charged me. What is the plot of the movie? Is it about bank robbers? I yeah, it's tell. bank robbers, and then T.I. gets out of prison, and it's so, everyone's like, I don't know, man, and he seems shady, and he is shady, and they still go, like, it's it's so, like, everyone, they established that they're this, like, very slick Bank robbing crew. They only do one crime a year. Yeah. They map it out. They there's they, on Valentine's they Day. They never on Valentine's Day, sure. <laughs> and they and they wear. It's uh, always on September 11th. Yeah. It's always on September. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, why are we always robbing banks on 9/11? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. And they wear old. Uh, pr- they wear dead presidents' masks, and they're surfers. That Wait, would be amazing. That's point blank. <laughs> um, so, which I would rather have seen than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so they establish this thing, and then it's so clear, like they're all like no risks. We're going to only map it out for a year, and yeah. then Ti's like. Was there any one character that said because they do this in every bank robber movie? This is the last job, guys. I'll do it, but this is the last <laughs> yeah, one I'm going to do, and then I'm, I'm out. Yeah, and then I'm out. There was some of that. Yeah, yeah. there was uh, Idris uh, Elba. Idris Elba, yeah, from The Wire. Who I keep going. I, he's such a good actor. Why does he keep? Is this all he can get offered? I don't know, but it's just like he's such a good actor. Yeah, he's amazing. He did that. Um, that movie with uh, Beyonce and uh, Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> Wait, what was that movie where? Um, yes, yeah, you steal my wife. Or he slept. He started sleeping with this girl in the office. The chick from Heroes. Um, yeah. The, oh, and then, I know uh, and then she flipped out on. It was called like. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was, it was like called obsessed. Fatal Attraction. Obsessed. 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 Yeah. He did that movie, and I saw that movie in the theater. Don't ask me why. <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was like, this guy is such a great actor. Why is he doing? Why this? is I he mean, doing yeah. this? Like, he just—I I mean, I guess—I guess he's just—he either is not getting offers of good movies, and he's just taking what he can, which I totally understand, or he just can't pick a movie to well, save his life. He like, just like had John Candy's disease or something yeah, like so, that. I mean, sometimes you just don't know how stuff is going to turn out. I mean, that's why no one goes, "Hey, yeah, I want to be in a bad movie." You know, right? Like, no, everyone's like, "Well, wait a second, hold on." Ti is producing it, and Chris. Brown and this guy's in it and this guy's in it and we're going to be robbing banks and this guy's going to direct it. I like that guy. That sounds like a good deal. Like I'll do, you know, it could be good. I wouldn't say that if someone was like, hey, we're going to put Hayden Christensen in yeah. tattoos and he's going to try to be all street was like, 
uh, honestly, like it's like having one of the Osmonds try to be tough. Like it's impossible. It's impossible. Like I, li- I literally was watching this. Like I would like to make a spoof movie with the be- the baddest crew in the world with like Ashton Kutcher and Shia LaBeouf and all yeah, these other yeah. guys that you know. And the kids from the Disney Channel. The kids Joe's. from the Disney Channel. Yeah. And Urkel. And Urkel, yeah. the Jonas Brothers, and they're yeah. gonna thump some skulls. <laughs> yeah. Like those guys wouldn't even last in a bar argument that actually sounds like it's in development somewhere <laughs> someone's someone's gonna steal that yeah <laughs> so uh that's my thought on takers um were there any cool like uh action sequences like where everyone got shot or uh driving through glass like in heat glass they went into this slow-mo shooting thing where the music like oh, and it was like oh it, it was like i was looking at my watch like this is way too early for everybody to die but that's what it felt like. They did yeah. this slow mo, like diving behind couches. There was even a Hayden where he like, gung, gung, gung. like they it, went all Miami Vice. They went yes. It was it was really uh, it was bizarre. I mean, I I, I don't understand what I, they were trying to do. I there. don't. It was just like and and T. I mean, these rappers they can't act. Well, did you ever like, see? Have you ever seen any of those movies that are on? Sometimes they play them late at night on like Cinemax or something like that. I think in the 90s, um, you know, Red Damon- Shoe Diaries, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, um, in the 90s, I think a lot of these rappers were producing a lot of movies. Like, you know, Damon Dash is a big producer. Sure. And, and, uh, so all these, you can go and you can see all these rappers in these movies, like Beanie Siegel and, uh, and just uh, 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 all, these, all these different people. And, but they're so, like, the movies are terrible, but they just, you can tell that they, you know, they got a certain amount of money and they're like, look, if we get this rapper and this rapper and this guy to be in it and we have this car chase and this one explosion, can we have a million dollars? You know, and so yes. th- the answer was always yes. Yeah, and they probably made money doing it. You know, like they're they're not no one said they're going to be good movies. It's just like, well, can we make money off? of? Has this? a rapper ever said I lost a lot of money on that movie? <laughs> 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 Never, no, never. No, That's no. never happened. I got killed on that last yeah. movie where yeah. we blew something up and drank uh, yeah. Cristal and then shot somebody and the girl with the thing got in a Were pool. there any cool... Yeah. And then we like, learned karate. <laughs> were there any cool um, sex scenes? No. Oh, man. There was one like... Uh, just in general. I don't think you meant the movie. I just... Yes, in Santa Monica. Yeah, yes, there was a lot of hot sex. In the theater. In the yeah. theater. Yeah. There was yeah. this older couple tooling oh, and I smelled go. patchouli. Okay, it was, I'm going to go see the movie. I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> It was great. Totally gonna go see it. All right, so let's get into let's move along Last here. Exorcism. Um, um, yeah, Chris, did you see it? I did not. Oh, okay. I went to see that movie yesterday uh, as I was assigned, and um, <laughs> I went in. Here's what I thought going in. I thought, okay, this is the last weekend of August. That is not a good time to put out good movies. So this must be a bad movie. So I went in thinking this is going to be garbage. And uh, I like horror movies a lot. I don't really like devil movies. Like, I like, you know, any kind of horror movie. For some reason, like, devil movies freak me out. They get inside my head, and I don't like it. But so the movie that's, that M. Night Shyamalan is producing called Devil, are you going to be on board <laughs> with that one? Probably will see that. <laughs> but but you like elevators, laugh. though. They played that trailer, and when they, when they say, you know, they have a graphic in the, th- in, the, in, the, in the trailer that says, from the mind of M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah, people laugh people in laugh. New York. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Just, yeah. They... And they laughed yesterday when I saw when they played the trailer. Like, people like, <laughs> like, poor M. Night has very little street cred right now. But anyway... Um, <laughs> Four bad movies will do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so so anyway, I went in with super low expectations of this movie, and I enjoyed myself. At first, I was like, "This is lame." Like the first few minutes, I was like, "I'm not." Is that when you texted me? I'm at Last Exorcism, you fucker. Yeah, I texted Graham like in the first thirty minutes. Is like, "I'm at this movie, you piece of shit, you fucker, whatever." And uh, you're so lucky. But then, um, so lucky got better. Well, the setup of the movie is basically um, there's a the the main character. It's a documentary, you know. It's one of those fake documentaries, but um, but it's played very real. And this. uh, the the main character is this preacher who grew up like in the church as a little kid preaching. Like his father was a preacher and made him be like a little kid preacher. And then he started his whole little hook as a preacher. This is it's all in like uh, Louisiana, and his hook was like to do exorcisms. And so um, he that was never, his hook. That was, yeah, that was, you that need was a how hook. Got, that, that was, was how he got popular. Yeah, some people you know. 
comb their hair a certain way, <laughs> yeah. or you some know, people give communion. Yeah, some Yours people is getting rid of devils. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> this will sell a million dollars, kid. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he's been he'd been doing that his whole life, and um, but anyway, so over the course of his life, he was like, you know, this is bullshit. Like, there's no, I'm not actually doing anything. He and he's like, I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to let you follow me on this. I'll, I'm going to do one more exorcism, and then I'm done. Would that be the last? That would be the last exorcism because he makes <laughs> you know he makes money doing it. But he's like, this is how I do it. I have all these little tricks, and I, he actually like you know has dumb little. Uh, he has like a cross with smoke that comes out of it, and he puts on this whole performance, or whatever. So of course they go and they do it uh, uh, to this girl, and um, and the family is like, great, thank you so much. And then they're like, you know, and he leaves, and then like, oh wait, no, it didn't, it didn't take, blah blah blah. And he's like, what do you mean it didn't? You know, of course it took. You know, he so he doesn't believe in it at all. So he's totally jaded, and of course it seems like this is totally real. So this one is real, and uh, but it gets it takes some really interesting turns. Um, how can I not spoil this? Well, here's the thing. We have a a, a, a a review on the site. Neil Weekly went to see it, one of our reviewers. Yeah. And he liked the movie up until the last five minutes. And then people are talking on the message boards how the ending did not fit with the rest of the movie. Yes. The ending... Without don't, spoiling don't spo- it. Without, without spoiling it. Yes. But I will say that I was on board with that ending. Because really? It You're was, the first one. Yeah, I know. No one agrees with me. But... <laughs> I don't mind. I don't like people. But um, um, for some reason, I was like, oh, that's a, you know, uh, they, they do a couple little twisty things there at the end. And, uh, and I thought tied it up in, a, in, a, in an interesting little package. So I was totally on board with the ending. Um, it does sort of um, stylistically, it seems like, oh, this is like a Hollywood. And it could, because they kind of do this big set piece there at the end. And you're like, wait, what? You know, because up until then, it seemed like a total low-budget documentary or whatever. Here's what's um, also trivia about this movie. The guys that wrote this movie, um, Andrew Gerland, and I forgot his writing partner's name, but they're comedy guys. And they wrote, um, they write all these funny movies. But their, their strength are, are like fake documentaries. They did a movie called um, uh, Mail Order Wife, I don't know if you ever saw mm-hmm. that. It's really funny. And then they did, uh, they did this one that's coming out in the fall called The Virginity Hit, which you see trailers for right now, which is about this kid that's trying to lose his virginity. So they do these like really funny, um, very realistic-seeming documentaries. So anyway, they wrote this movie. They didn't direct this movie. But, um, oh, but wow. I, was, I, was, I enjoyed myself at this movie. There were a couple good twists and turns and some good scares. Um, I could see why. And it was also, I read last night, I was reading about it, uh, whoever Lionsgate acquired it for like a million dollars. So and, it was and an it indie all, film, right? Yeah, yeah, and it made what do we say twenty point five million dollars in the first weekend. So they're well, like, oh, okay, hooray! Then I think yeah. that's a good. Yeah, thing. most movies are like you know they, they cost a hundred million dollars and it takes four weeks for them to make a hundred million dollars and then they make like a hundred and one million. So, right. You know, this movie's already in the black. So and they probably, I mean, if they sold it for a million, that means their production costs were probably a couple hundred thousand or something like that. You probably know what I mean? looks. It looks yeah, like and then they had to dump 000. a lot of money into advertising and stuff like that. But um, well, the studio does that. They did. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good advertising campaign. Did I mean. I got to say, the trailer, you know, when he's like, tearing a left and go on back where you came or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. a good trailer. The, um, the girl in the movie does a couple moves with her body where I can't, it made me feel like I'm not very flexible. You know? <laughs> she does well, like you a, need to get a demon inside <laughs> of you. She does a back bend and a neck move where, and uh, it seems real. It seems like she's doing it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's she's really she does Pilates, you know, yoga. Uh, yoga is really. Effective yeah. For yeah. Yeah. Was it creepy, demon. but strangely alluring? It was creepy and strangely alluring. I will also say that the um, the um, producer in the movie, the character of the producer of this documentary is um, this girl that I know. And so that was distracting. I didn't know that she was in the movie. <laughs> and I like this girl a lot. Her name is um, um it's not Iris, but it's pronounced Iris. But she did a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode that I did. So I know her from the comedy world. So to see her in this, to me, I was like, wait, something funny is going to happen? Because she's really funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's not funny. not you know. Is that Iris Barr? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know her. Yeah. Right, she's yeah. hilarious. She's really funny. She's in Curb. She's, she's um, in the episode where she gets stuck on a ski lift with Larry. And she's an Orthodox Jew. And uh, the sun is going down. And she's panicking because she can't be with a man after the sun goes down. But they're stuck on a ski lift. And so I think they end up like jumping out of the ski lift or something. Like that. <laughs> but um, but anyway, um, well that's interesting that people don't like the ending of that movie. Um, 
I don't know. I the recommendation like... on the message boards is go to the movie and leave five minutes before it ends and then make up the end in your head. I would like to meet those people <laughs> and slap them in their... <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Not really. I don't feel that strongly about it. I don't even want... I take that back. I don't want to meet those people. I don't... <laughs> Don't come into my house trying to find me. I don't like His it. address is. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to... Hubletown. Yeah. <laughs> come on down to Hubletown. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, did you see Centurion? I did. I saw Centurion last night. And uh, Wait. Well, how did, is that out already? Yeah, yeah. It's at limited release. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And that has the guy from The Wire, the other guy. The... Uh, that has McNulty. Nick, yeah, Nick Nolte? Is that... <laughs> no, his character's, no, character's name, name is McNulty. <laughs> God, I love The Wire. I love The Wire. Um, so good. This was a very interesting movie. It was, you know what? It wasn't bad, I have to say. I thought it was going to be really stupid, but it, uh, Neil Marshall, the director, kind of pulled it off in a See weird way. See what happens when your expectations are so yeah, low. Like yeah. these three movies, everyone went in going, like, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, all right. Uh, See, oh. Neil, Neil Marshall did The Descent. And Dog Soldiers, although he did the horrible movie Doomsday. But I thi- like Descent a lot. The thing about his, his directing is. There's no wink to the camera. There's no like tongue in cheek, like nudge, nudge. You know, this is mm-hmm. a big Roman, you know, um, movie that we're going to slaughter savages and stuff. He plays everything straight, like he did with The Descent. It was a straightforward horror movie. And this was the kind of thing, it was a straightforward, just kind of hack and slash movie where a is bunch it of centurions it's a it's a it, it's the invasion of England is okay. when the uh, centurion the Roman Empire sends the centurions to England and they can't conquer it because of all the the uh, the picks and all the wild uh, and they're confusing races accents there. too uh, oh like, well, that's the best part you really got to suspend disbelief when you hear uh, okay this is the uh, these are the Romans invading England but everyone has an English accent that drives me absolutely <laughs> out of my fucking mind and the picks too are the, uh, the everyone had an English why, accent why why when like that show Rome that was everyone's like a show Rome on HBR going pretty sure they didn't have English accents yeah. in Italy but even then they tried even the show Rome like oh. they tried to kind of make the dialogue and stuff kind of more um, match the time like here. Any was old very... time period doesn't matter where they are. Hello, yeah. I'm the Emperor of China. A, a bunch of centurions on the runs, like, oh, what are we going to do now? Oh, we're fucked. You know that you got to kind of get past. Yeah. Uh, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah high so, five, mate. We're so, going to invade. So, so really? Dialogue like that, you really got to get past. But the actors, uh, who was the lead in that, Dan? Michael Fassbender. They all they all did a great job, and they all played it straight. And uh, there's a lot of cool action, a lot of like sword fights. But here's the thing about any British production: Uh-oh. no one has accused the British of spending too much money on special effects. <laughs> it's just like ever. Uh, CGI blood everywhere. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's kind of CGI blood, which is really annoying because you know it doesn't splash. There's blood everywhere. No right. one has any on them it's because it's in the computer. Yeah. It's not it actually on the set. Looks really stupid when it's flying through the air. It just looks really flat. Yeah, and black. yeah. It doesn't. Like, it, it, yeah. it it looks better. <laughs> it looks better than normal CGI blood, yeah. but it still doesn't look. Oh hail good. Caesar! And uh, you know, it's, it's about a, it's, <laughs> it's about you know the a legion that gets slaughtered. And then there's a couple survivors, and then they get hunted by like a uh, a tracker slash witch who had her tongue cut out. And uh, Ooh, I like. That. Uh, Did she still have a British accent when she had her tongue cut out? <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, uh, no, but, the, uh, but the other witch did, who uh, looked like a uh, a British um, fashion model, which was oh, interesting, good. out in the middle of nowhere living in a hut. Wow, you have great skin. Do you get you to know, see her breasts thing? at all? You do not. Oh, no. Well, then, what's the point? I came all the way from Rome, I did. (laughs) Very savage time. Now Uh, we're going to go. Here's the Prince of Persia, everybody. It was. (laughs) Hello. That was probably the worst one. God, I love that. I love that your centurions are like soccer fans. Yeah. Yeah. The real rough and tumble uh, centurions. Hooligans. They're soccer hooligans. But the uh, but it was beautifully shot. That was it was you know sweeping like landscapes on a, uh, a you know helicopter, all that kind of stuff. And the characters were interesting. The acting was decent. You really, if you're able to suspend a lot of disbelief, you may actually enjoy it. Because I mean, his first movie was um, you know soldiers versus werewolves. So <laughs> if if you're on board with this, next movie is what Genghis Khan yeah. goes to London. Yeah. <laughs> I'm invading London, I am. I'm Genghis Khan. You well, it would know make it. more sense because he would pick up the accent once he got there. Once he got you know, there. He would pick it up. Spending some time yeah, riding the two. Among tube. the locals. Yes, of and, course. And slaughtering them. You know, you would pick up a few things. Um, 
But um, if you like Near Marshall, uh, if you like his movies, and you, you're able to suspend a lot of disbelief, like I said, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty well made goofy movie. Mm-hmm. If you could, uh, is uh, there an exorcism in the movie? There is not an exorcism <laughs> in the movie. How flexible is yeah. the witch? Uh, Does anyone do a back bend? Yeah. The, <laughs> The, the closest it gets to humor is that it makes a couple historical jokes like, uh, like uh, well, that's, that's Hadrian's big plan, build a wall. You know, that kind of thing Jesus. where it goes to. Uh, I was like, yeah, because I kept expecting to go a little further. It's like, well, yeah, but they only got six inches tall and they were hoping the barbarians tripped. People, you know, but it didn't. It didn't get that far. People love jokes about history. Yeah, that's so, huge, huge fans. So, but uh, okay. I know, Graham, I, when you go on the road, you do a lot of historical. Oh, that's all yeah, I do. All talk, history especially jokes, especially pre uh, BC stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah Renaissance is your Renaissance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once you brought well, the Baroque a, uh, period yeah. plays so well at a funny it's bone. Hilarious. It's yeah, amazing. Love, everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so if, if you know if this movie is for you and if you're going to enjoy it or not i actually enjoyed most of it it was pretty it was it was decent all right um, well the next Graham is so psyched that he can do a british accent yeah yeah that and, does that, but, and it's, that but it's doesn't also fit. it's very cockney too ah right now just do like how about do uh londoners okay Oh, I am from London. Uh, <laughs> that's Chinese. What's wrong with no, no, you? No, that's, that's a Chinese perfect. part that of London. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, they sound God. very Asian. <laughs> very racist Asian accents. That was the most incorrect racist impression I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do, I will do my, you want me to hear my Chinese impression? Yes. Okay. I'm a from a China. <laughs> I live under the Great Wall. <laughs> He's talking I, with his hands. I like the Ming Dynasty. <laughs> They make a, such a nice and pretty porcelain of things. My accents are so accurate. Yeah, you got it. Okay, I'm going into specific regional dialects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They get requested on the road. Do Tuscany. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm from right. Tuscany. Oh, forget about it. Uh, all right, so I want to talk about this movie real quick. Um, just to kind of plug it, that we saw oh, sure. in Albuquerque was The Dry Land. It had a very limited release. I don't even think it's in the theaters anymore. It was in a handful of theaters in New York and L.A. It's The Dry Land and uh, American Ferrara. Uh, America. America. She is American. American. Yeah. She's American as far as I'm concerned. Patriot Ferrara. <laughs> she um, she uh, was an ex- executive producer on it. Um, and uh, can, Dan, can you bring up the But direct- she's not a rapper. The director. She does not and, rap at all? No. no, no, no. She does. She does freestyle hip hop. Um, she beatboxes through this most is of ugly it. Betty we're talking about, right? Yes. 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 Um, not traveling pants. She's not ugly. They no. made her ugly. For- Ryan Pierce Williams is the director, and the lead actor is another name, Ryan. I interviewed both of them. They're really Ryan O'Neill. Ryan O'Neill. Really great movie. Um, very you know low budget indie film, and it's the best portrayal that I've seen thus far about a soldier coming home from Iraq and dealing with post traumatic stress. Um, it's like it to, I left that movie going. This is what Brothers wanted to be, and we talked about Brothers when it came out earlier this year about how it was a a relationship movie that had the that tried to like dip its toe into post traumatic stress, which is not a subject you can sort of yeah. casually toe around. Yeah, and so yeah. this movie went after it, and they did. I you know, in, in talking to the director and America, uh, they. Um, not America Ferrera, the whole country. Um, yes. They, uh, as I spoke to the entire, as, country. as I speak to the nation right now, yeah. folks. Um, no, they they did a lot of research about it, and uh, it, it's it's look for it. It might be hard to find. I hope they get a wider distribution. It might not be everyone's it. It cup good. of tea. Really it was a good movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a really it's a really solid movie. It's well acted. It's well directed, and it and it deals it, it, like I said a lot of like in the Valley of Allah tried to deal with post-traumatic stress, and they just haven't dealt with this particular war and post-traumatic stress yet. And a, a yeah. lot of it is, and they talked about it at the Q&A, like the best Vietnam movies came out after that war ended. Right. So well, that'll happen, I mean, with this had war. had the guy from that 70s show in it, the guy that played Oh, Fez. Vilmer Valderrama. Yeah. He was great. He was great. great. He really? played the best friend. Yeah. Wow, did he have a lot of Yo Mama jokes? Yeah, he told us all he was. Yo Mama got PTSD so bad yeah. that she you know, <laughs> used an Irish accent when she's hit, in China. That was a hit show on MTV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, I just wanted to so give he, that a but quick he's plug. He's good in it. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 a great little indie film. If you come across it, you'll probably have to rent it in a couple months when the, yeah. when the DVD. So comes now, out. now, Rob, we wanted to talk to you about all the uh, the movies you've been in. What's the la- latest movie you've been in? Boing, boing, boing. Uh, that has come out or is coming out. I've got. Um, the, I'm in the why other don't we guys. Do both? I have a little bit in the other guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, and uh, yeah, that was really fun. That's one of those uh, movies that um, you know Adam McKay directed. That he directs um, most of Will's. Uh, comedy movies and um, he is uh, just a super funny um, fun dude to hang out with and just really yeah, smart. We know Adam from back then. Yeah, I knew days. him from from New York. He was he was the head writer at SNL, and um, I knew him from the improv world. He was a big improviser in Chicago and then in New York. But, yeah, I um, remember when I was in Chicago and everyone had a sketch comedy or an improv troupe. He was in uh, Upright Citizens Brigade. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. was one of the original guys mm-hmm. in Upright mm-hmm. Citizens Brigade. But um, so so now that he's directing movies. He has kind of a cool thing where he'll just get um, a lot of improvisers into his movies and just sort of like let you go. And so it's so fun because like, you know, I shot one scene with that scene where you're describing the car. Yeah. It's basically uh, their car was stolen and uh, and I found I'm a cop and I found their car and I'm just telling them the horrible atrocities that happened in (laughs) in the interior of their car. You know, homeless guys got in the backseat and had an orgy. Uh, and, you know, a raccoon got in there and gave birth. Uh, there's, and I don't even know, um, I haven't seen my scene yet. Like, so I don't know what they put in or what they cut out. I saw a screening of it. Um, but it was a benefit for um, homeless healthcare here in LA. McKay did this big benefit, and so right before the movie, he goes, "Oh, dude, um, I had to cut out your scene and my scene about dirty." He, he plays a character called Dirty Mike, where he's a crazy homeless guy. And but basically, both of our scenes are making fun of homeless people, and we were at a benefit for homeless people. So he was like, "Oh, I took that out for tonight." So I have not seen my scene, but uh, but um. But yeah, it's it was, funny. It's, it's very oh, funny, cool. and it's, that's that's why I wanted to get you to talk about it because we talked about it when we did Doug Sing in Seattle. Is, yeah. is how I wanted to. I wish you could actually see the final because it, it it's really cool that he lets you and other. I mean, you're just coming on to do a couple days or whatever yeah. as a cop, and he's letting you improvise. Nobody does that. Directors I know. Don't I do guess that. they just have like. I mean, he must have a thing where um, he knows that. Look, it is only to my benefit to hire people that can possibly make this funnier. If you can get one extra laugh, yeah. it's worth it. Then it's worth mm-hmm. the money that I'm spending here today to cuz that's what it comes down to in a comedy movie. It's just like big laughs. So like if I can pull something out of my butt that makes people laugh, um, you know, then they're, then they're yeah, specifically something <laughs> yeah. physical out yeah. of my butt, yeah. Um, so I think that's his. That's sort of his approach. I mean, the downside of it is, is I'm sure his editor goes crazy because he ends up with the first cut of that movie. I think was like four hours. You know, they they really they they cut it together and they leave in every possible joke and every run on every scene. So it's like a four hour cut. So it's assembly. Yeah, yeah. First. And then they just start yeah. whittling it down, whittling it down, and then they're really smart. I mean, they start screening it to you know small groups of people and. They they really test the shit out of it, and um, and then they just see like okay like what what is working what's not working you know so it's sort of cool it's sort of like stand up you know where you just go out and you're just trying out new material mm-hmm. and you're like okay people don't like that joke ditch that joke you know right but in a normal movie where it was written by one or two writers and you just went out and you shot that version of the movie your hands are tied like yeah. that is the movie that you have right if you like it or not like you are walking away with a movie that was written. And you better hope that it's funny. So right. McKay's approach, um, and people are starting to do more and more of this now, where they get people that can just come up with funny stuff. Also, you know, I think it is is you know it's been good for me, um, but I think well, it helps their movies hopefully also. You know, what what other films have you done that in? Um, I did. Uh, let me think. I did Last that in, Exorcism. Like, I did. I did that in Last Exorcism. <laughs> um, I did that in I Love You Man. Uh, the guy that wrote and directed I Love You Man is this guy John Hamburg, and um, super funny guy, really smart director. Same thing, just like just lets people just like yeah, what else? What else? like yeah, like let's do this scene again. Don't we got what I wrote now? Whatever you want to say, literally, like whatever you want to say, just don't worry about it, you know. And usually, I mean, usually that works if you're doing a scene with someone else that's cool with that. If mm-hmm. you're with like an actor that is, um, you know, really by the book, like they're not going to be cool with that, but. Um, but usually, you know, in the comedy world, people are pretty cool with just like, yeah, I'll just wing it and kind of make stuff up. You know, it's like well, if it sucks, we're not going to there's no risk because if, if it sucks, we're not going to use it. You know, mm-hmm. so that's you know, that's how you 
uh, sort of manage the pressure in your mind. It's, like, it's not like you're like, okay, be funny, boom. Like you don't have to do that. It's right. just like, well, let's just try this out. Let's do it this way and see what we have. You know. Um, I, I think I honestly, I think that's that's like the best approach, and you you see that, and you can also see too when directors try to do it with someone that isn't quite capable of doing that yeah. when when it can fail. Like the person really has to be. A, a, have experience a really experienced too. comedic improviser you know yeah. what i mean and i and i get to how it butts heads like we were talking about um basil hoffman at the albuquerque film festival he's one of these new york theater guys and he's like the like, script is sacrosanct yeah you do you read not what's change on the page yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and and a lot i of people do that and, and i and i get that and i res- and i can yeah. respect that but i think that the magic of it even in dramatic like there's some dramatic actors out there that can find Find a moment. Find that wasn't a moment, on the page. and when a director allows him to find that moment, like I think that's a great way to shoot. Shoot the script, yeah. word for word. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. get that take, and then let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's and see it what also happens. doesn't have to mm-hmm. be like um, you don't have to go in and completely redo the whole. See, you can just go and just just change your small reaction to, instead of you know um, saying this line, what, whatever else you might say. You know, you don't have to change all of the dialogue in the scene. Just change like one or two lines and you know, or, or if you just want to try a different reaction. Or change or, a couple character names. Yeah. 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 Everybody change your <laughs> yeah. name. Change your accents. I'm, that's Shave what I heads, do. <laughs> and everybody, why aren't we acting like robots? Let's act like robots. <laughs> I'm a robot, I am. Yeah. Um, I did this other movie that's coming out in October. Um, this director, this guy Greg Berlanti, who did um boo no i don't know i don't know anything about it <laughs> awesome he did um he came from all the tv world he basically created like um like all these tv shows like um uh, brothers and sisters i think and jack and bobby and like all these like uh, mm-hmm. big abc shows and um so now he's starting to do um big movies and he's doing some big superhero movie like the green something or the is, is he doing green is he, lantern he's doing green lantern i can't remember yeah but anyway um so the movie I did with him, you know, uh, green. When you start green, it could be like three or four different things. Oh, it could be a lot of different. <laughs> there's things. Green Hornet and there's Green Lantern, Green Arrow behind the green, green door. Arrow? Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. What's Green that. Arrow? Green Arrow is uh, uh, is DC Universe. He's the oh. Archer. Really? He's Batman's buddy. Oh wow! Oh. Who's playing the Archer? Oh well, actually, there's another Archer, Hawkeye, who's anyway <laughs> uh, in the uh, in the Avengers movie, but Hawkeye uh, from Mash. Yeah, Alabama. yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. yeah. No, who's, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was about to attempt the worst Alan Alden, bro. Alan Alden. Hey, uh, let, let's we get really into some trivia. Hey, Trapper. Who's playing, <laughs> who's playing Green Arrow in the Justice League movie? Wow, let's get it see. up there. Man, thank you, Dan, IMDb. our intern. Of see course, he's only wearing yet. underwear again. That's what we have. And always coming in underwear. Why is this guy just wearing underpants? That's kind of how we want our interns to like dress. He and, and he has to wear underoos. Today he's got on Wonder Woman underoos. It's not cast mm. yet. Well, mm-hmm. um, all right. So back to me. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie is this. Uh, it's Catherine Heigl is the lead, and Josh Dumel is the other lead. And um, didn't they already make this movie? The, yeah, yeah, it's coming out in October. Or, or you mean? Wait, are you making a joke? I don't yes, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that movie already came out. Uh, no, I don't know if those two have ever done a movie together. But at first, I was like, you know what? I don't. I don't know if I want to do a. Um, a like chick this is a total chick flick it is life as we know it right it's yeah life as we know it. and it's basically um they their best friends uh i'm not giving anything away their best friends um get killed in a car accident hilarious (laughs) and they uh left them their baby Mm -hmm. and so they have to raise his baby so it's a very like um now we want you to give something away and who are you in it (laughs) uh i am the you're the baby i am the baby (laughs) i'm the baby's butthole yeah and they have you pull which something seems out of it because it is like a heartwarming, you know, romantic comedy. But then they cut to my CGI butthole. It's me doing the voice of this baby's butthole. No, um, I'm uh, so I, on board with this movie. Yeah, I, I think that was think. in the trailer. Well, well, a lot of the movie is like is is pretty is pretty dramatic. But I think it's um, the, I saw the trailer and I've re- every, I've been reading all the stuff about it and it's supposed to be really good. So I could be in an, an actual dramatic. Slash funny good movie, um, but to answer your question, I am the gay next door neighbor of this couple, but I don't play it like you, Graham. Hello, I'm gay. I am. Uh, Do yeah, you like Barbara's choice, and I actually play it just like me. Like I talk just like me, and I'm married to another man, and we have two kids. And then what they did was they put. Do you get in, killed in a car accident too? I get killed, <laughs> and then I come back as a ghost, yeah. and I haunt them. 
and no, I'm uh, a ghost. <laughs> no, what they did was they hired um, they hired a bunch of funny people to be like the neighbors. So it's like uh, me and Andy Daly is in it, and uh, Jessica St. Clair, Will Sasso. So we're all like the neighbors, like across the street and whatever, sort of watching their relationship and judging them. We're all like these different couples that live in the neighborhood and just trying, just giving them like terrible advice and like really giving them a hard time. So it was one of those things where, uh, but another situation where where Greg. Uh, very generously, like, you know, we would shoot his version, and then he'd be like, okay, and now? Just, yeah, whatever you guys want. Because we had, like, six improvisers sitting around a table, you know, at dinner, and he's like, okay, yeah, whatever you guys want to do to be funny. So um, it was really cool. Was That's really awesome. Funny. Yeah. Now, who's who's the worst director or the worst movie you've worked on? Oh, man. Um, Try I to narrow on, it down. <laughs> yeah, well, I've worked on some really bad stuff. In fact, I host a show once a month called The Shit Show. Graham, you got to come on and do this. I'm on board. Um, yeah, I do a show called The Shit Show where I have actors come on and you have to show a clip from the worst thing you've ever been in. Oh, I've got many uh, of those. Yeah, it's I, actually, pretty great. I was on an FX special about the devil. <laughs> wow. Don't bring that yeah. to his show. He'll yeah. slip out. He I can't was going to say that may like not that. work because it'll yeah, I don't like freak that. him out. Yeah. I'm already not on board. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I've done a lot of, um, I've done a lot of real crappy stuff, um, mostly TV stuff. Well, hopefully this person isn't listening, but um, I did a movie... Um, called uh, the Love Guru with an actor named Mike Myers, and uh, <laughs> Never I just heard have of him. one scene. <laughs> I have one scene in the movie, and um, and actually, it's the the you know what it is. The movie's just not funny. It's not like it's poorly directed. The directing is fine, but it's just not a good movie. Right, you know, everybody knows that. And uh, I did a scene. Me and Daniel Tosh from Tosh Point do a scene together where we. It was pretty fun. We have this huge bar fight. But it's just the movie's garbage, you know. And then I also did a movie with, um, it's this bowling, it's a bowling comedy, which, you know, Big Lebowski put that one to bed. Like, yeah, it's you done. You, yeah, you can't do another one. That. Yeah. Well, there, no, and the other, oh, the, the Bill Farley Murray brothers one. did. Yeah, the Bill Murray Yeah, one. that's a Kingpin, great one. Kingpin yeah. also. So anyway. There's already two. Yeah, so <laughs> this one, uh, this one, it was directed by uh, Tara Reed's brother, and, oh, uh, and uh, he worked hard for that gig. And funded by Tara actually, Reed. He's the super. He's the nicest guy in the world. The dude is so nice. But the movie is just like you know, not funny at all. Come on. Um, so yeah, I've done some pretty. Tara Reed in it. Uh, yes, of course she's in it. And um, <laughs> yeah. watching over her investment. Well, when I think yeah. comedy, I think the Reed family. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's hard. You know, you uh, these are things. I, I'm at a point where I, you know, I don't. Uh, those movies I didn't make a lot of money in because I'm not starring in those movies. You're just sort of showing up for a day. And sure. I always approach it like, well, if I can be funny in it, even if the movie's garbage, I'm not carrying the movie. Right, it's of not, course. Yeah, it's if not I on your shoulders. It, it's yeah. still good for a reel. Maybe. These, uh, <laughs> these that, the, that I'm talking about are not good for, you know, Love Guru, no. I'm not going to put that on my reel. <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> just have your, be, your bad movie yeah. reel that you send Submit out. Submit for separate. jobs you don't want. Uh, yeah, that yeah that's yeah. the real yeah. love guru too. Love. Well, you know, I was trying to get on. Uh, well, should I say this? Yeah, maybe I will. Um, I I I hate um, I hate the show Entourage, and I was trying to get on the show Entourage as like a an inside joke to myself, but I couldn't get. On. I auditioned for it twice, and uh, well, they must I, have known that I what, that I yeah they <laughs> that you just, hated the show. Well, I had a T shirt that said "fuck this show" yeah. when I went in there. <laughs> But, that, um, and that was but, for a previous audition you tried to tell him? Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, man, this is not for this show. That was for True Blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I wanted to be on... You're talking about getting jobs that you don't want. I wanted to get that job so bad, but uh, but I didn't get it. So. I, you know, I not mean, yet. I've said it numerous times on this show. I mean, we, we make fun of a lot of stuff, but, I, you know... You love it. I, somebody asked me to... I would do any of these things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. come on. Who would yeah, say... Yeah. You know, if I Tara mean, Reed's no, brother had a part... I'm in. Like, what yeah. do you need me to do? Yeah, you like to play a, a ghost from London. I'm sure. Well, Hello! I'm one at Palm Strike, you! It's tricky, only because like people are always like, why'd you do that movie, man? It sucks. Like, it's really hard to tell. It's like, well, why tell. do you go to work so every day? Yeah. You know, why, why do you deliver yeah. mail? I mean, <laughs> I, I only I get critical of like big name stars that I know have the power to choose yeah, yeah, good yeah. projects. And I, and again, we we talked about it, and we've talked about it in prior episodes. Like you say, it's hard to tell when a movie nobody sets out to make a bad movie, but right. sometimes yeah, you just yeah, yeah, I, I, well, there's a few exceptions. Yes, there are a few exceptions. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. Well, that was excellent, man. Let's uh, let's move on to what's coming out on DVD. Now, Harry Brown, you you saw? I saw this. This is uh, Michael Caine's. 
I'm an old man. I'm I've had enough. Um, you know, and it's great. It's just an English version of those movies of an old guy. It has a lot of the same beats of the old guy who's like, you know, and these punks are overtaking their neighborhood. But it, I, it was great. I mean, Michael is it Gran Torino, but with British accents? Hello, Gran Torino. Oh, yeah. no, it is it, now. It is. <laughs> no, it, it basically is. It's it's kind of Gran Torino in England, and and um, it's very similar. He's an ex, you know. Is it like the TV show The Equalizer? Do you remember The Equalizer? It is kind of yes. like that. It yeah. is kind of like that. I mean, it starts out, he's just like, I don't want to deal with it, and somebody's getting beat up. It's not my problem. Um, and then he, then something happens, and he, it's, a, it's really, it's, it's worth watching because Michael Caine is really excellent in it, and uh, it's a great little English Gran Torino. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. And Marmaduke, um, no one saw that. It looked terrible. Oh, were you in that? Uh, I am the voice of Marmaduke, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you would criticize the movie. I specifically said, Graham, I'd be happy to do the podcast if I can plug my DVD, yeah. Marmaduke, which is just coming out. Graham was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no people problem. love it. Everyone loves it. I know Chris loves it. And then I get here, and you guys fucking pull the rug out from under me and start shitting on my movie, Marmaduke. So, fuck this out. This is bullshit. <laughs> fucking pissed off, Graham. God. It's a great movie about a dog. And all right, we lost our guest. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's really. <laughs> That's was, that, was that Marmaduke or was that yeah. your car? It's my car pulling away in anger. That's only the eighth time that's ever happened. <laughs> We've chased off a lot of yeah, guests. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of our um, goal. Wait, you're assuming that there are no little kids that listen to this podcast? They shouldn't. It has explicit lyrics. Oh, okay. Yes, we put a warning on it. Yeah. Okay. So no especially one's... after the Mark Maron episode. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So no one saw Marmaduke listening to this, or if they did, they killed themselves. So they're really not listening. To this. <laughs> right. <laughs> So God rest in peace. All right, we got to move on. <laughs> All right, opening this week, we were talking about this. It gets a wider release this week. The American. I'm excited really to see good. it. I'm excited to see it. Everybody says it's like the it's it's more like an Italian film than it, the, the the title is the only. And George so, what Clooney, accent do you think George Clooney's doing if it's an Italian film? <laughs> do it, Graham. Do the accent. Do the Asian accent. <laughs> Hey, amigo, how are you? I'm the American. Graham, that is not Asian. I, I'm almost positive that's not Asian. That's... I'm in Italy, Holmes. Um, I'm on board with Clooney. I think Clooney does no wrong. Um, I, he's great. I, I, honestly, I think it's going to be great. Like, even like men who stare at goats when he swings and misses, I'm on board. I'm yeah. on, I'm, because he's always trying. He's one of these actors that... He makes art. He makes art. He he wants to make a good film. He makes good choices. He make he wants to work with good people. He knows he could make a billion dollars if he did Ocean's Forty Six. Yeah. He knows he could do that, but he doesn't. He makes movies like this. Well, and, that's just because they're not up to that number yet. Well, they will. They'll get yeah. there. I love them I did, all. I, I'm not trying to turn this into another plug for me, but I just did a movie with him in Hawaii that Alexander Payne directed. Uh, uh, oh wow! That, it was, it was that must have that must have sucked. It was the yeah. fucking most amazing. I was like, oh, this is why people shoot movies in. Hawaii. Yeah. It's just awesome. And What's so, the name of it? you know, it's his, it's called The Descendants and it's mm-hmm. based on a book. And, uh, it's, and so all my scenes are, I have like three scenes in the movie, but, um, they're with Clooney and oh, I was awesome. so intimidated. I was like, cause this guy's the he's fucking, the man. yeah, he's the best actor. He's every year. He's That's up for a great director actor. over there too. Fucking Alexander Payne yeah. is amazing. Like the nicest dude and just seriously like the best director. But, um, so we're, and so, Better than I, Tara Reed's brother is what I, you're saying. Well, hold on. That's a that's a horse race. We <laughs> <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> we don't know. That's a horse race. But um, but so neck I went in neck. and I was so terrified to do my scenes uh, with Clooney because I was like, you know, what I'm a comedian. Like I'm trying to uh, get become a better actor. And so, but Clooney was so awesome and nice and like made me feel awesome. And uh, I thought. Because, you know, we're hanging out for a couple weeks. I thought, like, hey, we're going to exchange phone numbers, and me and Clooney are going to be BFFs. Boom. Didn't happen. I, n- I just lost my nerve. I was going to say, hey, man, give me your phone number. And then I thought, well, what if he says no? What if he yeah. turns me down? He gotta, he's got to initiate that, dude, because he's got to have 15,000 clowns a day coming at him. Like, Well, but we were broing out. You know, I play, like, his best friend in the movie, and we were one day we were talking about our phones, and I was like, yeah, I started to say, hey, Give me your phone number. And then I thought, 
I'm not gonna do it. Maybe I'll just put some sunscreen on his back. So I just put sunscreen. Oh, way on to his, go! Yeah, I was just like, here, let me just rub in some cocoa butter on yeah. you. And so then you could slowly go to e- for email account. That's less intrusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna call George Clooney and be like, "Hey, George, it's Rob Hubel." Uh, oh, you don't remember me? Want to come by the UCB and yeah, see yeah, my? Yeah, show? You want to see some funny makeup ups? Bring yeah. <laughs> My buddies do a podcast in a garage. Yeah, I'm in a garage right now with an intern that's not wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> you should come by. Bring your latest model girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He's the, he, 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 that was so fun. He's like the coolest dude. Yeah, that's, and that's why I want to see The American. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of uh, movies you want to see to movies you don't want to see, Going the Distance, the new Justin Long, uh, Drew Barrymore opus. I'm going to see it. I'll be, I'll be on the road. Because if, I'm I couldn't, sure. if we couldn't get anybody to go, we were going to send the intern to see it. I'm, okay. I'll see it. I'll go see it. All right. I'm going to yeah. be working at the Improv at Harris in Las Vegas this week. We'll have so some time on my hands, yeah, and so I will see, see this stuff. movie. But, this uh, is a hard show to do, because now we're getting into movies where I know people in these movies. Like, uh, like I know Justin. He's a super nice guy. And uh, Rob Riggle's in it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Paul Shear's wife, June Raphael, is in it. So, um, way to go, Chris. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> but that doesn't make it a good movie. That does not make it a good movie. Let's be honest, people. Sorry, listen we'll to your cro- podcast. Cross because... off all those guests that we were going to win. No, people, <laughs> people listen to your podcast because they want the real deal. I'm not saying that it's a good movie. I don't know if those people would say it's a good movie. Right. But, um, but maybe it is. I don't know. That's maybe the, it, I'll the will joy give it of a this chance. podcast is we don't know. No, this, this is this is coming up. We don't know. We well, can't we, control well, we, the future. We kind of know. We kind of know. Uh, <laughs> next right. one, Machete, a fake trailer that became a real movie. So it's got a ton of people in it. That's I'm going to so see crazy. this movie 400 times. This movie, I'm not kidding. When the trailer came on, I'm not exaggerating. I felt my penis become engorged with blood. <laughs> Wow. That's called, in layman's terms, that's a boner. Yeah. <laughs> that's how excited I am for this movie. And I'm not joking. It's, I think that's going to be the thing for I me. I hope it wasn't when Danny Trejo had his shirt off. I, you know, I'm, I'm that was it, the scene, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just because of where he made it as a joke for Grindhouse and made it into a full... It's like you almost have to see it through, Dude, in my opinion. Wh- wait, what is your reservation about this movie? I just... Robert Rodriguez... Oh, no, actually, I want to see it. I think yeah, it looks it's crazy. I want to see it, too. I know it's going to be crazy. I just sometimes... Robert Rodriguez, sometimes he just... Uh, he's so in love with digital cameras, and there's always explosions that don't look real in it, and I just sometimes... I think he gets more hype because it's like, oh, it's you know, he's the indie grinder mount guy. He really is. I mean, he's got his own studio. He funded this movie himself, and I give him credit for that. And and I just sometimes I'm I'm I, I want to see a little more from the man. But if I had a machete, what I would, would use it, it against you. I would use it against <laughs> you right now to convince you to see it. You don't get how good this movie is going to be. I'm going to see it. Do I'm you like see it. to see people getting exploded? And stabbed, <laughs> people get stabbed with a machete. Often at the same time. Yeah, it's going to be great. There's going to be hot girls. Jessica Alba's in this movie. Well, then I'm in. Yeah, and what's get the, in the, the fucking the girl hot from, tub? Uh, <laughs> get in the, the fucking from, hot tub. Let's go see when this did movie. You become this guy that's like, do a shot, bro. Fucking do it. Michelle Rodriguez is literally without a shirt through the entire I movie and her. an eye patch. I love her. I'll yeah. watch her in anything. Yeah. I will watch SWAT again. Like you think you watch them like, okay, was that how you get up in the morning and that's like your uniform? Nope, she this is She looks it. like the kind of girl that you would like, if you were dating her, you would like hang out and then she'd punch you and it'd be great. You know what I mean? Like, and then you'd ask for another. Yes, Thank yes. You, ma'am, she'd ma'am, fucking yeah. choke you out. And I then, would let her burn my face with cigarettes yes. whenever she wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she really seems like she would such like she such, wouldn't even ask. Either. I would she let would her back over me in a in like a mobile home. You know what I mean? I bet you if you were in a bar and you were dating her and some girl came up and flirted with you, she'd punch that girl in the face. You yeah. know what I mean? And I would yeah. be like, and then That's, punch you. Yeah, and then for punch encouraging you, it, encouraging it. I'd be like, I'm sorry, baby. Let's go back home and you get in your workout gear. Yeah, and let's she's get this. hot yeah. and she's tough. She probably owns her own shark. You know, she has like a full size like shark in a fucking tank in yeah. her house. Oh, Michelle Rodriguez, you want to see my shark? Look at my shark. He's about to drink some tea. Yeah. <laughs> tea and with a laser beam on the top of it. Yes. Yeah, sharks with laser beams. Uh, uh, the Tillman story. This is now, Pat Tillman bio- documentary. Now, is this, a, this is Doc, right? This is the Pat Tillman yeah, documentary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I definitely want to see this because um, I was in Afghanistan in 2006 when. 
Uh, I was literally on the same flights from Frankfurt through Kyrgyzstan and down into Bagram with the investigative team mm. that was sent by uh, Senator McCain, who was, who was um, pressured by the Tillman's family to reopen the investigation. And what, I was, what accent were you doing when you were there? I, Did you whip I was like, yes, accents? sir, no, sir. That was the <laughs> accent I was doing. You guys have guns and you're investigators. Yeah. And then I was like, hello. Um, <laughs> no, but so, so uh, having been to Afghanistan and following this and, and knowing what that family went through and talking to those investigators as they were like, well, we're, we got to see. We got to, you know... It, and and then finding out that this this, this country covered that up or, yeah. and used it as a PR thing. What is really? the real story? Do you have time to get into it, or are we pressed for? He, okay, the real story. He, he was he was killed in action. Yeah, yeah. No, I know his. I know like the background of the story, but what was the cover up and all of that? The they, cover they up said is that it was, they. It, he was killed by friendly fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the cover up was they didn't mention that. that. They yeah. said he was killed by the Taliban, and they used it to help sell their war sure, and sure. it's just that's so wrong on so many levels and right. it, it's so i mean I, I like it's hard for me to even get into just having gone over there and and being on aircraft with flat flag yeah. draped coffins and, this and stuff like comedy related podcast and this is a that, comedy related that's podcast so me crying in an english accent i don't think would really <laughs> yeah. do this podcast service but I, I and to me you know this is what as someone who's made a documentary and has watches a lot of documentaries, this is what it's for. This, this is, is what, what documentary film. filmmaking is yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. The thing that the news, the, our our corporate media does not cover. This is what it's for, and I'm really curious uh, to see this. Is this coming out in? Because I want to see this too. Is this coming out in like wide release or probably limited? It's probably limited release. Probably limited release. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I, I wish. Do you know who made it? I do not know who made it. I know his family is is involved. I yeah. know. Uh, I, I, I who made it, Dan. Uh huh. Amir Barlev. Amir Barlev and Mark Monroe. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, 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 I just good. know that they decided to go into it, and the family from from the article that I read was very helpful in revealing everything. And you get to see the interviews with the whole family, how they were like, "This doesn't. Why are we not getting more information?" And 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 it's just, I I, I hope more people see this. But. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good. All right, that's All right. our show. Okay, fantastic. Let's just wrap things up here. Uh, uh, Rob, what do you got coming up? You want to plug any shows? Oh, you want me or to anything? plug things? Yes. Um, well, if you haven't seen the other guys, go see that. Not because of me, but it's a it's funny a funny movie. movie. And then, uh, yeah, go see uh, Life as We Know It in October. If you're a girl, if you're a guy, I feel like if you're a penis, unless you want to tuck if you your are penis a penis, back, or if you have one, if you have a penis, did I say if you are a penis? Yeah. yeah. If you if you have a penis, tuck it back between your legs and mm-hmm. uh, and go with your girl. I, the movie is supposed to be great. And uh, so I wasn't going to see this movie, but since you told you me know how the director let people improvise, he's the now, best. I, now yeah. I want to see, we'll go see it. it. Yeah, yeah. And then the only other thing I would plug is uh, a TV show I do called Children's Hospital on Adult Swim every Sunday. And how can people get a hold of you on the internet? Just don't. I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. Uh, no, Twitter is a great way. I Twitter all the time. People and your Twitter, Twitter handle is? At Rob Hubel. And you're on Facebook? I'm on Facebook. But you know what? Are you on LinkedIn? People on the internet are people on, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on Friendster. <laughs> just, just use your Friendster, and uh, I, and here's my pager number. If you want to page me, <laughs> you want hey, send me a facsimile um, yeah. of a teletype. All right, well, right on, man. Thank you. Thanks so- for having me, you guys. And what's the UCB show you do? Say that again. Uh, the shit show is uh, once a month here in LA, and that's it's always super fun, and it sells out. It's it's painful. To for me, the audience loves it, but it's fucking brutal because it's just humiliation. Last, uh, I did it on Saturday night, and it was uh, Tom Lennon from Reno Nine One One, Maria Thayer from Strangers with Candy, and uh, who else? Paul Shear, uh, Steve Agee from Sarah Silverman Program, and then David Crumholtz from Numbers. And everyone that's, just that's shows, quite a show, yeah. And everyone shows the worst, you know, a clip from the worst thing you've ever done, and it is brutal. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, it's I got a lot of crap. So okay, well let's get into. We got a couple of new things in the store. Big yes. thing is uh, Doug Benson's Doug new Benson's CD. Doug Benson's new CD DVD, DVD combo. combo. Yes, courtesy of Comedy Central Records. It's called Hypocritical Oaf, and those will be autographed copies. Yeah, well the only place you can get autographed copies mm-hmm. is here. And due to Doug's tour schedule, they go out uh, first week in September. Yeah, you so can you, you can buy if you buy them now. It'll be a couple of days, but then we'll ship them out to you. It uh, might take a week, a to days. ten days before they mm-hmm. actually show up, but but you'll get them. 
Um, and there'll be actual signatures. There'll be actual <laughs> signatures. There won't be Rob Hubel stamping it. Yeah. I <laughs> might just continue to <laughs> forge Doug signatures everywhere I go. You have to sign it in an English accent, though. <laughs> and Hello. Have, and we have a few, uh, a few chill packs left. And uh, yes. they're actually selling really frequently. Very, very fast. They're, What's they're a chill pack? It's what goes under this computer right here that keeps your laptop from uh, overheating. You, did you wait. Why do you sell that? Do you did you invent that? Dean well, Dean Hagman invented it. Who is one of our writers from on the, the X Files? From the X Files. What? He was one of the lone gunmen in the X Files. He invented mm-hmm. that, and he writes reviews for our site. And we're like, sure, we'll sell that, and people love them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, they're great. So it keeps the fan from going on. You can watch movies. If I sat it. on it, would it? It would cool. chill your butt. Yes. It would mm-hmm. chill my taint. Yeah, yeah. if your taint is and, overheating. And it would it not get it. to do. It wouldn't get it moist because of the uh, special yes, space age so no, um, fibers. <laughs> space age fibers. That seems like a crazy thing to sell on a comedy podcast, but I'm so on board with <laughs> yeah. that. That's really cool. Yeah. And a lot of uh, everyone, a lot of the you college students going back to school yes. you really, for your laptop, and plus StarCraft Two just came out, so you're yes. going to need it. You're going to need it. And we have gift certificates now, right? Yes, gift certificates in the store. You could uh, email those to your friends or get them for They're yourself. They're like an Amazon gift certificate, yeah. so it comes in an email with the code. Right. So if you want to buy somebody mm-hmm. something, whatever, they can yep. do it. Um, I will be at the Improv in Las Vegas, Nevada, August 31st through September 5. If you're in Vegas this uh, Labor Day weekend, I'm doing two shows a night. Where are you going to be? The Improv in Harris, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, I come out there. Yeah, come on out, man. It'll be- can we go to strip clubs? Yes. <laughs> Titty bars. Titty bars. Yes. 24 hours in Boom. Vegas. Really? I thought yeah. it closed early there. Yeah. Um, One time I stayed in the strip bar, the last time I was there, until 7 in the morning. Yeah. That's and I some, don't remember much. The last thing I remember... That's a great shift for the ladies. ...was the stripper going, uh, me going, how much do I owe you? And she said $500. And I went and got... They have an ATM there, and the service charge on the ATM was $10. Thank you. And I took out $500 in cash and handed it to her. No, I think I took out $600. In and now her, co- her son is enrolling in Stanford, thanks right. to you. And her we... son got LASIK, thanks to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing God's work. All right, right. we got to wrap this show up. <laughs> Anything else to plug? No, we're good. All right, visit us on uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we also have the iPhone app, yes, which will have special features and little bonusy things. And uh, as college is starting, if anyone out there is in charge of programming at the university and they want us to come out and do a live show, stand-up comedy, comedy film nerds, we'll and talk to the film department, talk to too. the film department, podcasting, live podcasting, whatever. Email us, and we'll make it happen. So thank you so much. Thanks to our guest, Rob Hubel, one Thanks more time. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm going to put my shirt back on. Put your okay. shirt back on. Uh, our intern, Dan, keep Dan your pants off. <laughs> All the other intern, Ben, who helps out. Uh, everyone else. Uh, my name is Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, Han, Han Shot, shot first. first.